Hello, and welcome to the Totally Clinical podcast, brought to you by Techro. Totally Clinical is a deep dive into the freshest trends, big time challenges, and most excellent triumphs of clinical trials. I'm Hannah, your host. Join me as I chat with industry experts, trailblazers, thought leaders, and most importantly, the people benefiting from clinical research. So tune in, settle back, and don't touch that dial. It's time to get totally clinical. This week, I spoke to Sabrina Martucci-Johnson, President and CEO of Dare Bioscience and Chair of the Board of the Clarity Foundation, which strives to improve the survival and quality of life of women with ovarian cancer. I started by asking Sabrina what motivates her and to explain a bit more about why women's health needs more attention. My name is Sabrina Martucci-Johnson, founder and CEO of Dare Bioscience, uh, focused solely on developing products for women's health. Um, and that is what motivates me. It's for getting products out there for women that address some of the conditions that uh, really impact her quality of life and products that can address those conditions. So spanning contraception, vaginal health, sexual health, and fertility. Women's health is an area where we're still working on doing a better job of taking our learnings from other therapeutic categories and applying them to women's health. And, you know, ovarian cancer is a great example of that, where in other um, areas of, of oncology of cancer therapy, we do something called tumor profiling so that we can best understand the nature of the tumor and can best link that to therapeutic options that have the greatest likelihood of success. And, you know, some of the early work that the Clarity Foundation did in, in particular was looking at applying basically those same kind of approaches that were used in a lot of other types of cancer um, into ovarian cancer, where it just wasn't done historically. So when it comes to women in the workplace, could you tell me a bit about what progress you've seen in your profession so far? Yes. Yeah, I've seen a lot of progress for women, um, although we have a long way to go still. So I am uh, an engineer by training. I'm a biochemical engineer. And when I started in the pharmaceutical industry and the biotechnology industry, there really weren't as many women represented um, in the sciences and in STEM roles uh, and certainly not, you know, in leadership. When I first became a public company chief financial officer in 2002 and I would go to investor conferences for publicly traded companies, I might be one of the only women at the conference or certainly one of the few women in the in what's called the C-suite. And now being a public company CEO, I'm you know proud to say that there are many women when I go to these events. We need many, many more. We are still severely underrepresented uh, in terms of leadership positions, particularly in STEM and certainly on boards of directors as well. But there is much more openness um, to bringing women in. There's much more of organizations embracing the need for diversity and frankly that diversity can really impact your bottom line and improve your outcomes and results. And so I'm I'm happy to see where the world is is heading and not just gender diversity, but all kinds of diversity. Uh, but there's there's a lot of work ahead still. Yeah, so true. I think when you talked about diversity being important for business as well, uh, it's not just a women's issue, it's a business issue. So what about the future? What progress would you like to see in the next five to 10 years? I would love to see more balance, right? So more representation commensurate with our representation in the population. 
in in leadership, in leadership, um, in industry. And uh, so that's one. So love to see a more equitable balance, like I said, representative of the, the population that we represent uh, when it comes to leadership roles um, in industry and bottom line positions of influence, whether they're in industry, whether they're in government, you know, wherever they may, they may be. The other thing that I would love to see is more importance played on advancement of healthcare options for women. Uh, so we we still are just underrepresented uh, underrepresented in in clinical studies in terms of you know interest in in our therapeutic conditions that women suffer from and conditions that you know should be addressed. There's far too many examples of conditions where you know we don't have a product that's FDA approved, even though there's analogous condition in men where there's a product available or where women or women of reproductive age haven't been adequately studied or um, certain types of cancer conditions where um, the the impact on women is incredibly dire, can be dire, but there isn't the industry focus on um, drug development the way that, that it could be. And we might have the tools to make it better. Are there any particular stereotypes about women in your profession that you'd like to bust? Yeah, in terms of stereotypes about, um, you know, women, I would say, you know, in my, in my profession, which is, you know, leadership in, in, in the healthcare industry, I think the stereotype has been historically, um, that it's a certain type of woman that can advance to that level and that it's not, okay to bring your whole self to the workplace, your whole woman self <laughs> um, to the workplace and still advance. And that, you know, is simply not true. The best way that that women I feel can move forward is is to bring um, your whole self to, to the workplace and some of the unique sometimes perspectives and skills that being a woman allow you to bring to the table. And that's, again, goes to the theme of diversity. Uh, you know, that's what helps us make great business decisions, not just as, as women, but as a society is having a diversity of voice uh, when it comes to decision-making and problem solving. And so part of that is bringing your whole self um, into, into the workplace. So I think that myth that you, you can't be all woman <laughs> and still, um, you know, advance in leadership or advance into the C-suite. I think we're, we're changing that and, and society is finding that we all have work-life balance that we have to achieve. We all have a full personality that we need to bring to the table. And frankly, by doing so and addressing the work-life balance needs and allowing women to to be themselves uh, and bring that diversity of voice to the table is really what's helping, what's helping in those circumstances, organizations and societies make better decisions and achieve better outcomes. That brings us on to our next question about going back in time to the start of your career if you could do that, what advice would you give yourself? It would be advice that came from one of my great mentors later in my career. And, and if only I had uh, met him earlier. There were a couple things that he said to me that just had such an impact on me. And I wish I had learned them earlier. One was, was sort of this concept of, you know, kind of if a door opens, walk through it, right? If you're given an opportunity, even if it feels uncomfortable or you're not sure what's behind that door or why you're being asked to go through the door, 
um, good things tend to happen when you just kind of leap <laughs> and and have faith that you know you can get through it and and that um, that you can make things happen because you know as you mature you realize that those kind of opportunities don't happen all the time and you often don't get a second chance to leap at those opportunities so you know if a door opens you know go through it. Um, and, and the other is sort of this concept, activity is not the same as, as progress and trying to take a mindful approach to, to everything you're doing, whether it's your career strategy, whether it's how you're interacting in the workplace, whether it's in your personal life, but recognizing that, you know, motion is not necessarily positive momentum. So, um, you know, so that theme of, you know, just the, the busy work isn't necessarily what, ha- what makes it happen. It's, it's choosing the work you do and being very purposeful um, in the work you do and making sure that you can draw a straight line between those activities and to progress. What is the message you'd like to send to women thinking about a career in your profession? Oh, just dare to do it. If it's, if it's what you want to do, you know, do it. Um, speak up when you have ideas. Make sure your voice is heard. Don't be afraid. Um, to share your ideas and, and speak your mind that, that that voice is what's going to propel you forward. And that's your dose of Totally Clinical. For all the listeners out there, you can follow Tecra on Twitter. The handle is at Tecra Official, LinkedIn and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, download the Totally Clinical podcast on Apple, Spotify and Google. See you on your next visit and remember to bring your friends. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.